friends, and welcome to One Layer Deeper, a part of the Complexion Diaries, where we go a layer deeper because I have a lot of thoughts and I wanted to share them with you. This week, I thought it would be interesting to talk about this idea of belonging versus fitting in. And it's kind of sparked because this week is Paris Fashion Week and Pamela Anderson went makeup free and it's made global headlines and the response from other celebs was that she was courageous, bold, going against the status quo, self-assured and iconic. Now, let's break this down for us folks who aren't at Pamela Anderson's level because we've seen this happen before. We've seen other celebrities go without makeup. I think the first I really remember was Alicia Keys in 2016 and she actually recently talks about um, her experience with deciding to start going makeup free on her Instagram on a podcast lately. And essentially, she kind of sums it up where she was getting to a point where she was afraid to take a picture without makeup with any of her friends. And she had to question, why am I feeling that way? And she didn't want to be beholden to necessarily any feeling and wanted to choose her own path. And Um, She talks about exercising her intuition. So all of these I 100% was like aligned with and it really got me thinking of my own experiences because I remember when I was Miss America, a hotel sponsor wanted to take a picture with me to put on their celebrity wall. And I received a message the morning from the Miss America office that read, quote, maybe wear a little makeup today, end quote. And I remember thinking to myself, why is my bare face so unmarketable? And it's pretty obvious now, you can't sell anything with that. A woman showing up as she is, and not just any woman, but your ideal Miss America, the audacity. So of course, because I have deep-seated problems with authority, I decided to show up barefaced anyway and had a huge smile on my face. And honestly, it was the most gratifying feeling in more ways than one, probably the rebellious side, but also just kind of, you know, feeling confident enough to be like, yeah, my worth shouldn't come from my makeup or how I look on a certain day. And that was kind of maybe the second reason to do it outside of my rebellious streak but it still was such a freeing moment. And I think back to that picture and I realized that even though I was taking a stand, I still wanted to fit in. When I competed for Miss America, I changed parts of myself to fit into what the ideal was at the time. And even though I won, I recognize now that I had a false sense of belonging because the difference between belonging and fitting in is such a profound one. In order to belong, you have to be yourself. And when you try to fit in, you inherently know that you are giving up a part of that self. The gratification of belonging only comes with the former. It only comes when you're being yourself. And I wanted to kind of define these out loud and I had a little help from Glennon Doyle and we can do hard things if you listen to that podcast you if you know you know Um, but that was kind of the language they used around it which I really appreciated and as I took it one step further I couldn't help but wonder if Pamela Anderson looks back on those pictures where she is without makeup sitting front row at Paris Fashion Week and still feels discomfort or some kind of sting 
and not for authenticity reasons, because I do think it is very authentic, but for reasons of fitting in. It's easy when people commend and support you for your decision to show up as you are, but why aren't they joining you? And this is the question I always ask myself, because this is also the problem. It is much easier to fit in and go with the status quo than to go against it. And our choices of fitting in versus belonging play out in beauty culture every single day. You can call it pretty privilege or biases, and while it was created by marketing people who are pushing aspirational images and simultaneously diminishing our image of self-worth, it is the collective, and by collective I mean you and me, that also continues to have a hand in perpetuating it. And we have to take accountability for our part in this. I'm not saying everyone needs to be an activist and start screaming at the top of their lungs, but everyone can take a moment to pause, and I think it's worth taking a moment to pause. A moment to just reflect on why Pamela Anderson going without makeup is making global headlines all over the world. Why is showing up as ourselves something men have had the privilege of doing every single day so damn hard for us? Now, I know this behavior is learned, and there is hope because it can also be unlearned. And listen, I get it. We're not all Alicia Keys, and we have to play by certain rules of society. And I think for me, you know, the under five rule has been helpful in trying to implement this because downsizing my cosmetic routine to under five products definitely helps me be more conscious of what I'm using, why I'm using it, and most importantly, am I truly doing this for me? And, you know, we talked about, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for the validation that I get from society on my previous episode, which you can go listen to. And I've said, you know, it's a gray area. There's no right or wrong answer. But as I look at a picture of Pamela Anderson sitting next to a, quote, more relevant, end quote, celeb, I say that because in an interview, Pamela Anderson says that, you know, she always felt like she was trying to stay relevant um, in celebrity culture. And so as she's sitting there with another celeb in the front row and this younger celebs, you know, skin and youth and full glam glowing in her prime, I don't mean prime because we are all in our prime every single day of our lives. I'm trying to use new language, guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting there. But all that to say, it makes me wonder, is there a sense of discomfort there? Is there a sense of discomfort when Pamela Anderson is sitting next to that person with a full face of makeup who is in some ways just going with the status quo? And not all discomfort is bad. I, I don't think that's it. I imagine that while she, Pamela Anderson, knows that she made the best decision for her to express herself at this point in time, it still doesn't change the fact that she might look at the pack or the collective surrounding her and feel a tiny sting of loneliness. Not because she feels insecure. In fact, I think it's quite the opposite. It's in the knowing that in her new established state, Pamela Anderson, who is best known for her body and looks, isn't abandoning her most authentic self. And when we step into our truth or have these courageous acts of stepping into our authentic selves and making that decision for us and choosing to live by it, it is much, much lonelier when you have to do it alone. So in her newly found perspective, I will also say, Pamela Anderson, I think you are starting to find your tribe. And I know this to be true because I've started to experience it. 
And if you don't abandon yourself, you will find the people who make you feel good about yourself, the people who love you for you, and you don't have to change or warp into some distorted version of what they think you should be or society thinks you should be or any of that. It's the people who will support you and take action alongside you. And the discomfort is good when we face it. And I hope that with this gesture, more of us can face it together. I feel that the reason why so much of this has been in the news is because when we see authenticity and we see someone going against the status quo, the inner truth that exists in all of us that try to fit in, and we have all tried to fit in, I've tried to fit in, and there are times I still do, and it's a constant work in progress, right? But the inner truth that exists in all of us where we are trying to fit in and not living our authentic selves, when we see someone else do it, we are hungry for more of it. And it gives us permission and power, strength, a little nudge to start doing more of that as well. And that's where we can find our belonging. It's not about fitting in and, and conforming to all of these standards that are forever changing. It's how can we really find that sense of belonging by stepping into ourselves, by owning who we are, and that takes time. I understand it takes time. It takes a lot of deconditioning. But I hope that whoever's listening to this, um, you're on the journey with me because I am certainly on the journey. And I don't know if I am ready to be in a place where I can go barefaced at Fashion Week. I want to believe it. I want to believe and say yes. Um, but being in one of the most difficult judged industries like fashion and beauty, <laughs> I guess, um, those are hard steps to take. I hope that I'm gonna be able to get there and I believe I can and I feel like part of this process is putting this out there and having the accountability and um, sharing it with you and hoping that all of us can get there together because I don't wanna be lonely and I don't want Pamela Anderson to feel lonely. I genuinely know nothing about her. I've never followed her really until this moment but it also makes me feel a little less lonely and I hope that we can continue that because there is strength in numbers and there is power in the collective and I really, really do believe that. So. That's all I got for you for today. Thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe, do all the podcast things, do all the YouTube things, share if you enjoyed this. And I'll see you next time.